It's the Lawn and Garden Show with Walter Reeves on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. It's brought to you by Pike Nurseries, your neighborhood garden center. Playing in the dirt for more than 50 years. Call now with your lawn and garden questions at 404-872-0750 or 1-800-WSB-TALK. And now, here's Walter. And a happy Saturday morning to you, not Walter Reeves, at least not this Saturday. He will be back next Saturday here on the Lawn and Garden Show. In the meantime, you've got Ashley Frasca, a member of Triple Team Traffic in the morning. So this morning thing, I'm pretty used to this. I actually get to sleep in on Saturdays and as, <laughs> as compared to my Monday through Friday starting at 4.30. But, uh, and Herman Cain's show as well. Happy to be in for Walter. It's always so much fun because he puts me with really, really <laughs> expert people who know what they're doing. And just over the years that I've been working with you guys, Mickey Gasway from Pike Nursery and Winston Eason from Clayton County, I learned so much from you guys too. I mean, I'm a little gardener in training and have been yeah. here for a couple of years and I always miss the master gardener classes that we talk so much about with the extension office because of my hours here but i almost feel like i'm getting my own little personalized (laughs) walter and you guys and joe lample you're right at the source (laughs) yeah i'm soaking it all in so you had a great conversation with nicole our caller who begins the show every saturday and just the high praise that she and mickey you two have had for the master gardeners classes talk to us a little bit about that winston maybe folks yeah, that are um, new to georgia and they want to learn right yes yeah, so, so the objective here is to, uh, really to train volunteers uh, people who have a, a very keen interest in gardening the environment agriculture horticulture uh and we train these people and they'll come back and uh and, and kind of uh, help the extension service with their outreach efforts and so forth. Uh, the classes usually start in, sometime in January and run until um, probably end of March. Uh, but for the metro uh, area counties, we are actually in the process right now of um, uh, sending out applications and so forth. So if you're in DeKalb, Fulton, Cobb, Clayton County, um, so forth, and uh, you want to be a part of the uh, Master Gardener Training Program for next year, now would be a good time to get in touch with your respective county. Uh, extension office and ask for an application form. And correct me if I'm wrong, it's one day a week, but maybe for about a 12-week period, you said, maybe? Right. It's it's one day a week. Um, in the metro cluster, uh, we, we do Wednesdays, um, and uh, we, it's actually a full day. Uh, we start at, at 8 and probably about 3, 30, 4, depending on uh, what is being taught that particular day. Um, so people need to be yeah. willing to commit. I mean, well, it's you not have just to, you have to, you have to commit. Want. There's uh, some kind of a requirement, um, attendance requirement, and we also also have um, test exams and that you have to you know pass and so forth uh, but we're really looking for a volunteer uh, people who are you know very very uh, well in tune with volunteering and giving back to their respective counties um, um, so we'll train them. We'll put them through this training program, um, and then um, there's some requirement for um, hours uh, to maintain your certification as a master gardener. Well, and how better to learn? I mean, you sit in a classroom and you learn, or I, you know, would sit in here every Saturday morning and talk to Walter. But once I bought a house and had a yard right. and really started applying what I learned, I mean, yeah, hands-on is really the way you learn and experience and soak things in. I mean, Mickey, you you went from correct. I have to say. That's how I got started in all this was through the Master Gardeners, and at that time I was in Cobb County, Uh and um, it was just a great learning experience, and I fell in love with gardening at that point, 
And now I'm in Paulding County, and we do a we have, I have to do a shout out for the Paulding County <laughs> Master Gardeners because we do a great job there doing. We're working more with the schools now yeah. in Paulding County, so that's yeah. a great thing. We do a lot of a lot of good work, a lot of good work, and, and we don't want to raise the kids, the young yeah. generation now. That's right. That never goes yep. outdoors. They don't play in the woods. They don't and ride don't their bikes. Don't know where the food it comes that's from. Exactly. Yeah. Right. So I mean, getting them involved right at an yeah. early age and the having the extension age. offices out in the schools yes. and things like that. So. At this point, we will say 1-800-ASK-UGA-1. You dial that number, and that'll put you in touch with your extension office. Your extension office, and um, just ask for an application, a MasterCard application. Um, uh, We we will uh, usually do interviews and so forth um, and make our selection sometime in December. Mm -hmm. Um, So, uh, you know, just get those applications in and um, um, see how it goes from there. How Uh, exciting. I mean, if you're recently retired or maybe just unemployed for the time being, I mean, Keen interest, really or you have to have some kind of an interest in yeah. um, volunteerism um, to be to begin with, and uh, also um, you know interest in the environment, horticulture, plants, yes, and so forth. Yeah, continuing um, education. Continue I love education. that. I mean, the more knowledge I can get my hands on, I miss college for that very reason. You, know, you never <laughs> want to stop learning. You, you it's have a to great way it. to be with other gardeners too, like you were talking oh, about yeah. this yeah. morning. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely, and well, we have several different projects uh, for example in Clayton County we are working with the school system we're working with the community gardens uh, working with senior centers and so forth so um, lots of different activities that they can be involved in that's exciting all right oh, you can find it online if I guess if you google like UGA extension you'll be able to, to get hooked up there and see the application online or 1-800-ASK-UGA-1 to kind of get the process going thank you Winston so that's You're exciting welcome. things start in January yes, oh, yes. I'm so jealous one, one of these days I'll be able to do the class for sure well in the meantime we want to hear from you and what you're experiencing in your landscape and your garden feel free to call the next two hours 404-872-0750 we go to auburn georgia and talk to scott good morning scott hey good morning how are y'all doing good yeah i was just calling in reference to uh the japanese hornet Mm -hmm. that the lady was talking about i saw a show on the animal planet not too long ago and Japanese hornets, they actually are not over here in the United States yet. Oh. And those hornets, they attack you, and they've actually been known. They kill, like, like 500 people a year over what? there. Oh, gosh, that's wow. scary. Yeah, because their venom deteriorates the skin and leaves holes. I mean, it's just crazy. But what she's probably seeing is a European hornet. Oh. Because that's what I thought we had. You know, I looked it up, and it looks almost identical Okay. It's a, it's a European hornet. And then things, they get about three inches long. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Yeah, you can hear them coming. I mean, and then they, you see them up in the trees, and they like to nest in, like, old tree limbs. So if you got any tree limbs that are dead, you need to saw them off. Okay, wow. Thank you for that information, Scott. That's pretty interesting. So, yeah. so we'll differentiate there between the European and the Japanese hornets. I did see on Walter's website, uh, European hornets, they do a lot of damage to maybe like trunks and stems yeah. and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. They can kind of chew away at the, uh, yeah, the outer uh, layer of the stem. They actually use that for, uh, for, to make their nest. Right. Yeah. right. Okay. But just know your enemies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like you said, you have to remember, yeah. Mm. Yep, yep. Be careful if folks around you have honeybees, things like that. Things you yeah. want to keep, you, right. you have to mm. realize. Thanks, Scott. Thanks for the call. That's interesting. So if anyone wants to learn any more about the European hornet, feel free to go to Walter's website. It's walterreeves.com. Just type in hornet there and you can see some of the uh, symptoms of damage, maybe some of their habits as well. All right. Gladwin out in Stockbridge. Good morning. 
Hey, good morning. Hey, what's your question for us today? This is sort of not a gardening <laughs> question. Hey, that's all right. It's the center of our garden. My wife is the gardener, and I'm kind of the pond man. Okay. Oh, uh, we have a <laughs> pond in the center of our garden, which is, you know, like the, the centerpiece of what's going on with all the very hard work she has uh, around it. Uh, the question is, is we were concerned about uh, Zika and if our pond has adequate circulation, it's like six feet by four feet, it's like two to two and a half feet deep, and it pumps up to a 12 or 15 foot, uh, actually 15 foot stream uh, with a 4,200 gallon pump Mm-hmm. and um, two 1,000-gallon pumps wow. working on the side just to keep things moving. Uh-huh. 80% of the water surface is covered with water lilies, which oh. bloom and look nice. Wow. Uh, and we have fish in the water, uh, n- nothing exotic, just some, some goldfish uh, that have grown to be fairly yeah. big, like three, four inches. It, we're not sure where we go to make sure we're doing good. Uh, we don't really. We used to joke and say we'd go out and and feed the fish and the mosquitoes. Yes, but, mosquitoes. Uh, <laughs> we don't. We're not. We're not experiencing a lot of mosquito. I haven't done a lot for control with that. Okay. Uh, other than make sure that it had circulation. And I do put some uh, pesticide on the lawn. So, so glad when I mean that—that that is a fair concern, though, especially with the Zika virus. And and you get mixed yeah. signals here, you know, folks, whether or not it has come to the United States, yeah. which there mm-hmm. have been reported mm-hmm. cases. But, but if your water's yeah, moving, if your water's moving, and you got yeah, fish, you got fish, right? I think and I'm sure you have other, you know, frogs and stuff yeah. like that. Um, that takes care of the. I mean, it's almost larvae. an ecosystem in yeah. and of right. itself, you know, yeah. where things will right. kind of take control of. Of one another there, but got it I water. wouldn't be too concerned about uh, your pond being a breeding ground for mosquitoes. Um, and yeah. actually, it's interesting. I mean, it sounds like Gladwin is is a little bit of an expert in that. I mean, it's not a new pond, or it's something what? he's um, taught himself about. But for folks who may be new to the idea and do have those concerns, the Department of Natural Resources actually has a publication that I found too on kind of pond management and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So if you have those concerns, I'm sure the DNR is kind of staying on top of the. The Zika, the Zika virus, you know, situation. entering here to the United States. So, uh, Gladwin, another resource maybe for you would be GeorgiaWildlife.com. That would take you to the DNR page, and mm-hmm. there's a little bit more information about pond management, that kind of thing, yeah. for those concerns. Yeah. A fair concern. And, you know, fear-mongering, that is something that is just so common here nowadays. <laughs> and I'm driving home, and I see these little white signs beside yeah. the road, and they're like, you know, got mosquitoes? Got mosquitoes. West, West Nile oh virus, gosh. Zika virus, call yeah. us, we'll treat it. And I just think, okay, yeah. let's let's take this yeah. thing one step at a time, folks. Yeah. You know I mean, yeah. then you're terrifying everyone to not yeah. be outside. So that's yeah. really something. I agree. Well, thank you. Good luck with that, Gladwin. It sounds like it's going great, though. What a fun, oh, cool, rewarding hobby to do. Yeah. Well, up next we have Aerie. Did I say that right? In Powder Springs. Yes. Good morning. How are you all? Good. Good. Aerie, if you if you don't mind, we've got about thirty seconds for your question. What can we do for you? I have two huge uh, honeydew melons, and I don't know when. To pick them, when when more do they get ripe? Right. Oh, now there's some old wives' tales kind of about thumping yeah, it. Yeah, you can thump it, but you know it's not going to tell you anything. But uh, basically, you can look at the um, on what we call the tendril, which is uh, kind of like a little um, root or a little 
vine that springs off the um, the actual vine. If that's kind of brown and kind of withering up, then that's a good indication that it's ready. Also, the that very last leaf that's closest to the uh, to the watermelon, uh, if that's you know, sort of looking spent and, and started to wilt and so forth, that's a good indication that the um, the, the fruit is ready. Great, great. Right. Thank you, Winston. Thanks, Ari. All right, it is 719 on WSB. We'll be back on Lawn and Garden right after this. This is Scott Slade, host of Atlanta's Morning News on News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. We'll be covering breaking news, Kirk Mellish weather, and traffic red alerts through the weekend. And the Southeast's largest news team is here for you first thing Monday morning when you head back to work. News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. Now back to Walter Reeves, the lawn and garden advice you need. A quick weather update brought to you by Ackerman Security. Typical is a pretty good word to describe what the weather is today. It's been hot, folks. I don't know if you've noticed, but partly cloudy skies above with a 30% chance of rain and afternoon highs in the low 90s. Clouds and scattered showers remain in the metro. Low temperatures dropping into the low 70s later today. Stay tuned. Atlanta's most accurate and dependable forecast coming up in 10 minutes here on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. And our friends over at the Atlanta Journal-Constitution for in-depth news, you can remember to pick up your paper, the Sunday paper, big news and big savings in coupons. That's what I always get. I mean, I, I thumb through the paper, but I pull out the little coupon yeah. booklets and I go to town. My husband yeah. just rolls his eyes every Sunday. He's like, really? <laughs> but I, I am a good couponer, I good will admit. Job. I have them in the car. I bring them in. I bring my uh, cloth bag into the grocery store because I hate plastic bags <laughs> so much. And when they bag your stuff, they put like three things in a plastic things, bag. Yeah. So then I have eight bags to eight unload from the car. Bags, yeah. Whereas I could just bring those cloth bags and carry in like two. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Just little annoyances in life. Yeah. All right, so anyways, off my soapbox there. Um, <laughs> the voices you hear behind me, this is Ashley Frasca. I've got in studio with me Mickey Gasway from Pike Nursery, who's going to be there later today. you got to yes, bounce right I out of here and go to work. Yeah. I will. And uh, Winston Eason, Clayton County Extension Agent. So you don't have to work yeah. today. Well, you have to actually yeah, well, work, I'm going work to at your work own in house. My yard. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> me too. It's time do. to mow the grass and get some <laughs> things <the> done. <laughs> so we're here for the next hour and a half, and we're taking your calls and questions, 404-872-0750. And a good time to remind folks, too, about social media. Walter, very active and engaged engaged with our listeners on social media he's got a facebook page a twitter account so you can find in both places walter reeves and a newsletter wsb sends out the uh, newsletter to our loyal listeners you get information in the garden newsletter from walter reeves every other week and dave baker has the home fix it newsletter so you can find all of that too and links to our hosts by going to wsbradio.com and i want you to kind of go ahead and start thinking about going to our webpage wsbradio.com because here in the next 10 minutes or so at the bottom of the hour we're going to be doing our week of the week and now mickey and winston I, I know you listen so you've heard the segment but since march walter and i started a photo album on yeah. the website and every week i come in that's my homework assignment with a new weed that new i have weed. found and we want to okay. help you identify a what you've got right. and then b how to treat it what how you can be it. doing so okay. yep at the bottom of the hour we'll bring you the new weed of the week so yeah go ahead and pull up the the website wsbradio.com there's a lot of information there we'll have that coming up and it 8.30, the Pike's Pick of the Week. It's a fun one today if you plan on doing shopping. And a reminder, too, shopping today and tomorrow, it's the Georgia uh, Sales 
sales tax holiday if you're getting the kids ready for back to school. No sales tax on clothes and computers. Yes. So get out there and do some shopping and help the economy today. It's 727. This is Ashley Frasca filling in for Walter Reeves. We'll be back here on Lawn and Garden. You're listening to News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. and Garden Show with Walter Reeves on News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. It's brought to you by Pike Nurseries, your neighborhood garden center. Playing in the dirt for more than 50 years. Call now with your lawn and garden questions at 404-872-0750 or 1-800-WSB-TALK. And now, here's Walter. Good Saturday morning to you now at 7.35 on WSB. Thanks for tuning in for the Lawn and Garden Show. Walter's out. He will be back next Saturday, though, and I'll be screening your phone calls. In the meantime, I have DeMarco on the phones today doing an awesome job, and Scott Maxim rocking out the music as well, keeping us lively and awake. And Winston and Mickey, you were mentioning, like, how cool is Scott for the songs he picks out? I mean, yeah. we, we love it. You do such a good Way job. Way to go, Scott. <laughs> Play me some good, like, late 80s, early 90s stuff. No I wish they could see him walking out. That's even better. (laughs) One day, I'm telling you, like in between the breaks, some of the conversations we have with Scott and DeMarco and everybody having a good time, we do. We need to have an internet YouTube channel or something set up because we have a good time. And usually on Saturday mornings, when Walter's here, he always pulls the chair from from here where I'm sitting where the host is, pulls the chair and opens the door between himself and the studio and me and the screeners booth. And we sit there, you know, both in our chairs and we talk and okay. show each other pictures on our phones. And, the, and then, you know, when it's ready to come back on the show, he just rolls the chair right back over, sits here in front. And now the only difference, though, is like, I like the studio bright. We've got all the lights on. We're trying to wake up here. And he keeps it real dark. Really? All the lights are down. It's just real dark in here. Yeah. And we both come just so lazy in our lazy clothes. And my mom would die if she said, did you just roll out of bed? How do you go to work? Like it's Saturday morning. There's like five of us in the building. It's okay. It doesn't matter. But anyway, so we do. We have a good time. And we would like for you to join us and enjoy the time we're having. Mickey Gazaway from Pike Nursery here and Winston Eason from Clayton County, the Extension Office, answering your questions. We've had a lot of good ones. And so, so many folks still thinking about their lawns and kind of the lack of water. So if you have any concerns there and... Uh, we had a caller in the first hour of the show, too, already thinking ahead for fall gardening, fall garden, you know, in the yeah. garden. So that's yeah. great. All right. Well, Stephen in Dunwoody has been very patient holding on. Stephen, what can we do for you today? Uh, yes, I have got icebox watermelons, and I'm trying to figure out when to pick them. How, <laughs> how do I know they're ripe? Same question. And I've got another question, and that is I've got a lot of green tomatoes. What can I do I've to get them the, to hurry up and ripen? The reason <laughs> they're not ripening is because it takes keratin. To, to to make them ripen. Make them ripe. mm-hmm. And keratin is only available between 75 and 85 degrees. So it gets a little bit cooler at night, so you'll mm-hmm. get a few. But when it cools down, they'll all, you can actually bring them inside and they'll ripen yeah. if they've started. So you're to. saying it's been too hot. It's been too yeah. hot, too, too hot, too, too fast. How about fried green tomatoes? That's right. Yeah. Why yeah. not? But they do. If, they're, if they've got any, if they've started to get lighter, I bring them inside, and they do fine. They do fine. You don't have to put them in a bag or anything like that. No. Just window sill or window sill. Yeah, or, 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 I matter on a cabinet on an illusion. Yeah, okay. yeah, they're fine. And now, so tell us, Stephen, about the icebox watermelon. Like, what kind of variety is that different from just a regular watermelon? Well, this is a small watermelon. Um, it's, they're solid green, and they're about the size of a cantaloupe. 
Hmm. And they're yeah. designed to fit in your refrigerator. Yeah. How neat. Well, the same, uh, uh, a previous caller uh, had some um, concerns about... Aerie you know, had honeydews. Yeah. Honeydews. Uh, the same principle, uh, our principles apply. Um, you know, look for that uh, last leaf, um, the leaf, leaf that's closest to the stem. Uh-huh. And if that starts to, you know, um, show some sign of being spent, starts to turn brown or so. That's a good indication that the um, the watermelon is ready, and you can also look at it for that little tendril. Uh, it's kind of like a little root that's uh, attached right there at the uh, at the stem. Uh, uh-huh. If that starts to kind of turn brown and dried up, uh, then that's a good indication that it's 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 mature. Well, I was told if the stem itself started to shrivel up, uh, not necessarily right. shrivel up, but it, it might take on some kind of a, a more uh, fibrous kind of like a brown. Uh, look to it, uh, uh-huh. that's also a good indication. Yeah. Okay. Well, I do appreciate your time and yes. I do enjoy the show. Thanks, Stephen. We so appreciate you calling. Hey, Have a good week. Excellent. DeMarco, DeMarco rocks. He's a pretty good guy. Thank you. Thank you. Have a great day. You too. DeMarco is all over here at WSB. He answers phones for all the shows, and he does it so well, so well. So you join us. You get to talk to DeMarco, the friendliest guy in the mornings. 404-872-0750 is the number. 1-800-WSB-TALK. Some folks join us outside of the metro Atlanta area. Call from Alabama, South Carolina. We love that, too. So if you have plans on moving to Georgia, you're already here. You're kind of trying to learn the uh, the layout. Of the land. We're here every Saturday morning, six to nine. And also something to think about. I was reading a good article last night, Winston and Mickey, mm-hmm. about, you know, we're starting to wind down. The summer heat will end. I know it feels like it won't, <laughs> but it will. So folks are starting to look at the landscape and maybe want to move some things around, plant new trees, looking right. at the shade and, you know, mm-hmm. experiencing how much sun and shade sun they have for shade. certain spots. Mm-hmm. So start to talk to us a little bit about Folks, thinking about shopping here in the next couple of weeks for new shrubs and new trees mm-hmm. and the processes they need to maybe start thinking about to plant those in the fall, which is prime right. time for that yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, fall is perfect for your, all your trees and yeah. shrubs and, you know, if you want to divide and move things and so forth. So if you have uh, maybe like some of your perennials that go dormant, for example, you might want to make sure that you're marking the spot so that when they finally dries down, um, dry down, you can, you know, kind of find them. Um, perfect. Um, we uh, usually recommend that you, you know, in choosing trees and shrubs, make sure that, you know, you have the right plant in the right place. Uh, sun, shade, uh, those kind of things that we usually look out for. Because uh, we're thinking long term when you're, you know, installing trees or shrubs, you know, you're not thinking about replacing it in the next two or three years. You want it to, you know, to be in a very happy location in the landscape. Well, and when you go to Pike Nursery and that kind of thing to pick out a tree, mm-hmm. I would go one step beyond the lake. Yes, the label tells you with a little diagram of how much sun and how much shade, but really mm-hmm. talk to the people that are there. Ask them if they've had experience with that particular tree, because you do. I mean, you, you've got one shot, really, at putting that in the right place. That's correct. And look That's at your correct. own light. I'm always amazed at the people that don't know how much sun. I'll, I'll say, well, how much sun do you have? And they'll say, well, I don't know. And I say, well, what side of the house does the sun come up in? And they don't know. I don't know, I don't know if they don't get up until 12 o'clock. <laughs> or they work all day. Or they work all day. I don't know. Yeah. But um, yeah. Or sleep all day. I don't know. Oh, wouldn't that yeah. be but, awesome? But... Um, you know, know where your sun is and know know about your drainage. Go mm-hmm. in there and look. Do some tests. We'll yeah. tell you how to tell. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. 
So what uh, about prepping prepping the area for, you know, planting a tree or a shrub? I mean, what's right now you've got it overgrown, right. you've got a lot of yeah. weeds, you just got so what's what's the best way to right, go so about, about starting you, that? You have an option if you're planting a bed of um say azaleas or, you know, some type of a shrubby stuff, you can you can actually uh, prep the entire bed. Yeah. Um, we usually recommend a soil test just to make sure you're you know, you're you're gonna adjust the pH levels if that's necessary and also that you have enough nutrients in the soil to uh, make the plants grow healthy. Uh, so um, that's a, a first step, getting that soil test done. Uh, but uh, that gives you an opportunity to, uh, to actually add more compost and to help improve the soil within the bed. Now, if you're doing trees and larger shrubs, uh, we usually recommend individual holes. Mm -hmm. And just dig the hole, usually about two and a half times the size of the root ball and um, you don't need any type of uh, amendments or so in the hole. You know, Joe um, Lample, who's yeah, on the show as yeah. well, said one of the best things to me about that and here's yeah. what I would have thought to being a new gardener. Plant the hole and then make enrich that hole enrich with all these hole, yeah. amendments yeah. and yeah. all these soil <laughs> conditioners and things. But then he yeah. said, well, Ashley, think about it. Once the roots grow outside of that little you know, four yeah. foot space, yeah. then it's kind of a rude awakening because then they yeah. hit the regular it's soil the regular that's not soil. healthy. And right. So, I mean, really, you're so, almost doing it a yeah. disservice yeah. by faking it out right. with all of that so in, in the hole. So, you can backfill with the, you know, the soil that you dug out of the hole and that's, that's the best thing you can do. And no form of fertilizer or anything like that is needed. Um, you know, once there are some signs of growth or new growth, maybe in the spring, you probably could add some fertilizer. Um, whether it's a slow release or just a regular, um, you know, um, 10, 10, 10, or whatever the case might be. But base your fer your fertilization program on, um, you know, uh, and soil test recommendations. Now, soil uh, test, Pike Nursery can do that, correct? Yeah, we ha actually have the, the UGA soil test um, kit the that kit. you can take. Or okay. you can go, it, It's a, I will tell you, it's a little more expensive, but you don't have to go to the extension service. Yeah. But you can just get the envelope, put it in, and send it off, send and they'll send yeah. you back your results. And you can always take or it to, the, uh, to your respective your, yeah. extension mm -hmm. office. Yeah. 1-800-ASK-UGA-1 to find the, the nearest one in your yeah. county for your area. And so when Mickey, I walk into Pike Nursery, and I'm telling you, you know, I, I know my sun i know my shade the the trees that i'm kind of thinking about what do i need to look for as far as one that i can just buy right then and there and it's ready to plant because there's talk about whether it's burlapped or whether it's mm. potted or whether it's so what am i looking we for? we are not selling a lot of bald and burlap stuff right now um we sell a few of them when they're dormant we don't recommend that you uh, plant bald and burlap trees when they're not dormant but most of our trees are container grown and it's got all the roots inside of it so you don't have to worry as much about right. uh, what you do need to do is if it's compacted you need to break up the rule the the roots of course but uh we don't usually recommend that the, the so just using your fingers and really yeah. kind of working yeah. through the mm -hmm. soil that's been in that container and of course i think you need to do the sure start i think it's a good product a good and product. it really mm -hmm. it gets the roots started before you do top mm -hmm. growth great great see you y'all got me ready i mean over and the remember summer. remember too that winston and i you and i we all have different opinions about how we should plant things because gardening <laughs> it's not it's a science but it's also an art yeah and you need to remember art. that yeah. and everybody has their own opinions and, right uh, yeah. since i'm older than y'all are i know <laughs> Well, the great, thing about, you know, uh, the great thing about the extension service, uh, 
almost all our recommendations are based on um, uh, and, and research. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so um, it's, um, it's it's usually very solid recommendations. So yeah, like we said, I mean, we're a community. We learn from each yeah. other, and y'all have done all the science and yeah. the research, so I just ask you. I, I like that. All right, 404. I'm kicking him under the table. 404-872-0750 is the number. I think we have time for Richard joining us from Peachtree Corners. Good morning, Richard. Good morning, good morning. I've got a question about tomato plants. I've got six plants, uh, three brandywine plants and three Italian heirloom plants. And they all have a bunch of tomatoes, but the Italian heirloom plants look like they're dying. Now, what when, when you say dying, I, oh, that's my first question for folks. What exactly are the symptoms? What you, What's your definition of dying? It, it, well, I've been losing a lot of leaves, and, the, and what's left is just drooping over and hanging down towards the ground. Hmm. Are, are they turning yellow, brown? Are they still green? The, the tomatoes are still green. Uh, how about the leaves on the tomato plant? So, uh, they're, they're a mixture between yellow and green. Yeah, yeah. Um, could be a disease problem or it could be uh, something that's related to uh, maybe just the root system. Um, uh, and seeing that it's a different variety, it could be that particular variety is a, a little bit more susceptible to, to all the diseases that we usually find on tomato plants. Um, Especially when you're looking at the, the uh, uh, heirloom plants, the heirloom, you're more yeah. likely yes. to get those. Some of the newer ones, I know I've got some heirloom ones, and they're delicious, and I do them every year, but... That like if you use better boys or big boys or something like that, they're resistant to resistant a lot more to a things, lot more and diseases, you'll see that yes. last longer. Yeah. And now wilting yeah. leaves, I mean that is Vertisone. my first indication too of a water issue no, as well. Yeah. I mean, is that could be, yeah, could be a water issue, but you know if the other tomato plants right. are not kind of showing the right. same symptoms, um, yeah. Yeah. Could, could, yeah. Could it be too much water? Because we've been getting a lot of rain. Uh, well, um, um, how, how the other tomato plants look? I mean, are, are they, they look, look healthy. They, they um, seem to look fine so yeah, far. Yeah. Uh, so I'd rule that out. I'd rule out, um, you know, overwatering. Uh -huh. um, okay. Uh, and, and, and as Mickey mentioned, um, you know, the heirloom varieties are not bred to um, to to have that that many resistance uh, to the different diseases that we typically see on tomato plants. So is it too late for Richard to try to correct this problem since uh, tomatoes are kind yeah, of on the way out? Yeah. I will it's tell a, you, next yeah. year I would try to, where I'm doing, especially where I'm doing the heirlooms, I would do new soil. New oh, soil. good. Yeah. yeah. Good. All right. Mm -hmm. Good luck, Richard. Thank you so much for the call. All right. Coming up in the next little bit, we'll talk to Nora. We'll talk to Steve. And we will talk to you. Join us. 404-872-0750. This is Lawn and Garden on WSB. This is Scott Slade, host of Atlanta's Morning News on News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. We'll be covering breaking news, Kirk Mellish weather, and traffic red alerts through the weekend. And the Southeast's largest news team is here for you first thing Monday morning when you head back to work. News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. Now back to Walter Reeves, the lawn and garden advice you need. Scott Maxim has us international this morning, so sit down, enjoy a cup of coffee to this. Time for a weather update brought to you by Ackerman Security. Partly cloudy, 30% chance of pop-up storms today. Highs in the low 90s and lows in the low 70s. Atlanta's most accurate and dependable forecast coming up in 10 minutes here on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. And Winston, Mickey, I failed to do the weed of the week. I got so busy and carried away at 7.30. Walter and I usually do that together. I showed you guys a picture this morning. So this is my weed of the week. What is it? Tell me what it was. Oh, for 
Virginia buttonweed. So I was attracted to the small little white flowers, but it, it almost reminded me of crabgrass, the way it was growing. It was growing between my monkey grass and my mm-hmm. fescue and just kind of branched out like yeah, crabgrass uh, would. Yeah, it, it, it pretty much hugs the ground. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, and it, it's a broadleaf type weed. Um, can be a major problem um, in the summertime. Yeah. 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 So right right now you'll see those little white flowers on it and I was describing to Winston and Mickey the stem it is long like you said it kind of hovers the the surface of the ground but the stem almost has joints you know almost like your little Jointed. elbows and knees yeah. and mm-hmm. kind of a light green stem so we have posted pictures of it when you go to wsbradio.com in the search bar you can type weed of the week you can see Virginia buttonweed and what you're up against there along mm-hmm. with all the other weeds Walter and I have been identifying since March and so treat of this i mean i just yanked it out and was done with it but what's the best yeah. way if, if it's broadleaf yeah well you know hand pulling is, is is also a very good way to do it but um any of the um uh, depending on the type of, of grass that it's growing in but um any of the uh 24d base products uh will, will do a good job now what is um yeah. amazaquin am i saying that right right what it, is that as far as a weed control right so it's it's a post emergent weed control um mostly available in a liquid form okay uh, but ca- that can be used to knock it out okay. too and keep yeah. in mind folks as we always say round up too but that's going to affect everything around right. it if yeah it depends right uh, if you're talking about grasses uh, you have to be very selective in what you use to control the weeds perfect yeah. well thank you guys one more weed knocked <laughs> off my list i love it wsbradio.com type in weed of the week and also while you're there stop in and sign up for walter and dave baker's newsletter you can do that and get filled in every other week with brand new knowledge all right it's 757 on wsb we'll be back in the eight o'clock hour after news you lie to them.